Oh, come on, let the church say amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We can, we can bet almost that when this church was founded in 1902, we can bet that they probably sang Blessed Assurance. And we know, how many of y'all know that it's that Blessed Assurance that will keep you moving forward. Forward. And we are so excited. We are so privileged. We are so privileged to be able to gather here in person. And for those of you who are worshiping with us online, uh, for this, our 121st church anniversary. Who would have thought? Who would have thought when Reverend J.F. Thomas started this journey? We remember with gratitude all those pastors and ministers who led this congregation. We pause and remember Reverend J.F. Thomas, Reverend Charles Henry Clark, Reverend J.H.L. Smith, Reverend Dr. Frank Kentworth Sims, Reverend Darewood O'Hunter, Dr. Lacey Simpson, Reverend Gary M. Kane, and Reverend Marcel Kerr, all who had contributed something in ministry to this great church. And then for a son of this church to be able to come full circle and to come back as your ninth pastor. We say to God be the glory. Oh, come on. To God be the glory for the great things he has done. Just have a couple of quick announcements this morning. Uh, y'all know uh, what we've asked for you from you, from our congregation, and we know that you are going to be obedient in our request as you know the work that we are doing in and around this building. We say to our visiting pastors and, member, and ministers, uh, please pardon our dust, but to God be the glory for the dust, because that means some things are going on here at Ebenezer. Uh, we also want to make mention that next Sunday as we celebrate Father's Day, the ladies, the women of our church are, are initiating donuts for dad. Donuts for dad. Uh, on next Sunday. We thank God for any recognition for, for dads. We know that y'all not going to have any problem getting reservations at any of your restaurants on next Sunday. But we are super, super excited. And then the last Sunday of this month, we will be celebrating Graduate Recognition Sunday. At this time, we want to acknowledge our guests and our visitors. We know that there are some people here who are from out of town. We have uh, Michelle and Dale Greenblatt from Louisiana, I believe it is, and California. Welcome, welcome to Ebenezer. And we have uh, Lena Catano, Carolina Azate, Yadir Batista, and Sydney. Piera, they're from Colombia and Brazil. Welcome, welcome to Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church. And if there are any other guests who are in the building, I know Reverend McClock is here with uh, uh, Pastor Davis, and y'all saw Pastor Barlow walk in. Uh, 
Are there any other visitors here we'd like to acknowledge your presence? Praise the Lord for your presence. Praise the Lord for your presence today. Amen. So, Ebenezer, let's stand. Let's greet one another and let's greet our guests as we welcome them with Jesus' joy here at Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church. Amen. Oh, 
announcements we are celebrating the fact that next this coming tuesday at 10 a.m ebenezer will be restarting its yoga class its yoga class uh at 10 a.m sharp also immediately following worship we will have a, a reception in the dining room to celebrate this special day amen amen Get any witnesses in the house that will witness that God is your everything. Can I get a witness? Come on. If you know God is your everything, then join in with us in the choir as we sing, God is my everything. Oh, my God. 
That number is 773-960-9028. If you need any of that digital giving information, just ask one of the ushers to give you one of these little cards that has that information on it, and they will definitely have that information for you. Amen. 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 Thank God for options. Okay. Amen. 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 Let us pray. Father God, we thank you. Lord God, we just thank you for being a good God. God, we thank you for your many blessings. God, we thank you for your many blessings, your grace and your unmerited favor. God, we thank you again for 121 years. God, we thank you, God, for your sustaining power. We thank you for your keeping power. God, we thank you just for your power, God. We thank you that you never gave up on us. And God, we thank you for your faithfulness and your grace shown to us. Now, God, we ask that you would bless this offering, bless both the gift and the giver, so that, it may, so that we may continue to do the work that you have set before us in this place. We pray now in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Oh, come on, y'all. Say amen like you mean it. Come on, get your hands together. Give God a praise. Now, I can understand if you can't clap because your hand is full with your offering. Amen. 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 
at this time, we have our pastoral prayer, our altar call time. I'm going to invite you to stand if you would like to intercede on behalf of someone else. We have a lengthy list of people who are requesting prayer this morning. On our prayer list this morning is Lindsay Mayfield, Marguerite Jones, Doris Robinson, Deacon Chester Coleman, Elise Wright, Alfred Moore, Kenneth Sexton, Alan Mary Burton, Mary Sumter, Shirley Anderson, Sarah Billups. We're lifting up Mary Alexander, Reverend James Thompson, uh, Sister Bernetta Pearson, the mother of Dr. Pam Person, praying for Dr. Pam as she is making her way back from D.C. Michael Jones, Jr., Ernestine Rowe, Lily Turner, Myrtle Gunn, Carol Blevins, who I believe is in the building today, praise the Lord, Sadie Turner, Leonard Tolbert, Winnie Windham, Brenda and Charles McLaughlin, praying for John Lewis, Monica Parnell, Willie Mae Davis, Beverly Bogus, who also is in the building today. Praying for Marlena Jackson, Myosha Spragans, Brother Rob Martin, Rhonda Brown, Jack Spinks, Virgiline Daniels, Lee Stevenson, Laura Conwell, Mason Jordan, Aaron McCray, Irma Johnson, Edgar, Shanita Johnson, Latrice Jones, Maxine Olsen, Marita Payton, Joseph Harris, James Simmons, Jr., Julius Crockett, Jennifer Warren, Tasha McShane, Irene Brown, Sean Harden, Myrtle Gunn, Linda Mayfield, Marlene Cohen, Nikita Franklin, Samira Flores. Let us go to God in prayer. Lord, we come before you pausing in the midst of this service to intercede on behalf of those whose names we have lifted to the vaulted ceilings, those names that we have spoken, but even the unspoken names that are not known to us, God, we lift those names to you. God, we lift them because we recognize, oh God, that we serve a God that hears and answers prayer. There's a few of your believing children, our witnesses here today, that God, that God does answer prayer. And so, God, right now, we lift these thy people upon your altar right now, oh God. And we ask, oh God, that you would meet them at the point of their need. Whatever they stand in need of, whatever they're going through, whatever they're celebrating, whatever they're giving victory to, God, we ask, oh God, that you meet them at the point of their need. God, we ask that you would continue to bless this, our faith community, Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church. God, we are so grateful for 121 years. God, we know that many a church doors have been closed shut, God. 
But God, you allowed our days to roll on a little while longer. And so, God, since you allowed our days to roll on, God, we ask, oh God, that you continue to equip us to do the ministry and the work that you have given to our hands. God, bind us together, oh God. Lift us up, oh God. Grant us favor in high places, oh God, so that we can continue to do this work that you've given unto us, God. God, we ask right now that you would bless this, our service, oh God, continually. As we get ready, oh God, to hear the word from God, oh God, we ask that you bless your preacher, God, from from the tips of his toes to the head to the crown of his head, oh God. Give him an, uh, an amazing word to preach to your people, God. A rhema word, oh God. A word that we stand in need of. For we, your people, oh God, are listening. Listening, oh God, for the voice of God. God, we ask right now, have your way. Have your way, oh God. Fix us. Fix us, Jesus. This is our prayer. This is our plea. And we lift this prayer upon the wings of the afternoon and place it before thy feet. To the all-wise God, we pray, and for his sake we pray. And all of God's people say, amen. You may be seated in the presence of God. introduce our guest speaker, I want to take pastoral privilege. 
I, 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 I recoil at the thought of asking visiting pastors to work when they are visiting. But since Stanley gave Pastor Barlow the mic, now y'all know I'm in my feelings about right now. I thought he was coming my direction. But he gave Pastor Barlow the mic. So, so, uh, so I want to ask him that after I introduce our guest speaker, if he would give grant us our sermonic selection. Since he's here, along with Brother Jeff, absolutely. But since he gave him the mic, and not his pastor the mic, I will, I will, I will acquiesce and say, wise choice, Stanley. But no, I, you know, Ebenezer, know I love my big brother, beloved, that he is, since I started this journey, four plus years ago, he has, he and a few other pastors have been with me every single step of the way. And, and the good news is we, we have a relationship that was forged when me and my brothers were little bitty boys. And he was our big brother then when we traveled all around the country. And who would have thought, in fact, he was even at my trial sermon here at Ebenezer uh, in 1982. So I'm happy that he's here. He's taking a break from preaching at his church. His services are going on, but I, I acknowledge and, and salute you, Pastor Barlow of the Morning Star Missionary Baptist Church. Ladies and gentlemen, esteemed members of this great congregation and to our honored guests. It is with great pleasure and anticipation that we gather here today to welcome a distinguished preacher who has graciously joined us as our guest speaker for this, our 121st church anniversary. With an unwavering commitment to spreading the message of faith, wisdom, and compassion, our guest preacher has dedicated his life to inspiring others and guiding them on their spiritual journeys. Today, we are fortunate, Ebenezer, to have the privilege of hearing his profound insights and experiencing his heartfelt words of guidance and enlightenment. Ebenezer, for over 47 years, this anointed, appointed, and gifted visionary has led the great faith community of the St. John Missionary Baptist Church, where they, where he, they have ministered in the Roseland and Pullman communities and beyond. 
Dr. A. Edward Davis Jr. is a unique preacher par excellence with an intellectually sound yet fierce approach to the ministry of the Word of God. Pastor Davis's motto is a church where everybody is somebody. In his holistic ministry, he ministers to the total man, mind, body, and soul. Dr. Davis is the husband of E.J. Davis and the proud father of son Amos E. Davis III. Ebenezer, after the semantic selection, the next speaking voice you will hear will be that of Reverend Dr. A. Edward Davis, Jr. Let us come together in unity and open our hearts and our minds to receive the words of our esteemed preacher as we embark on a transformative journey of faith and reflection. Let us welcome Dr. Davis.
this rock I build my church and the very gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Thank you for even now we're standing on your promises. Thank you for the faithfulness of Ebenezer. You know their hearts you know their desires. Lord, we pray that you will allow your favor to rest upon this ministry. You said that you will supply all I need according to your riches and glory. Supply, Lord, in the name of Jesus. You did it before, but we know you'll do it again give you the glory and the honor in Jesus name speak now there's someone who will say what must I do to be saved in Jesus name 
Jesus' name we pray and ask it all. Amen. Come on, let's praise God. To to pastor person to first lady person thank you for extending the invitation for me to share with your church on this 121st church anniversary I'm honored man I am I was fighting back the tears. I remember when I was 12 years old and came here with my father, late A.L. Davis Sr., who passed at Mount Calvary in Morgan Park to fellowship with the late Pastor Sims. Wow. Precious memories. Precious memories. So please forgive me if I have a few impediments <laughs> because I, I praise God. And I praise God for Reverend McCluskey sharing with us and Sister Hart so forth. And then my brother, I don't know where Pastor Barlow get that big brother stuff from. <laughs> you know. Ever since, ever since I made 72, he been calling me Big Brother. I said, but don't you, you better not call me Pops, though. <laughs> and I praise God. Praise God. I'm so happy to see some of the members uh, from St. John. God bless you, Snorting. I'm so happy to see the daughter and, and the coordinator of our urchers. Coordinator of our churches, God bless you. So happy to see you. God bless you, and we thank God for your presence, Brother Johnson. Um, I struggled. I struggled. Can you all hear me? Okay. Now you all need to understand this innate quality that I have, uh, being from Pamela, Arkansas, born and raised. It's not a negative attribute, but it's one that is innate. And those of you that are from the South, you from from the South, you understand that we move slow. So allow me just to take my time. I'm not gonna hold you long. I uh, I prayed, ask God to give me something that I can share with you, especially after 21, 121 years of existence as a ministry, as a church. And I uh, was led to St. Matthew. And I'm going to be reading from the New King James Version, the 24th through the 27th verse. Therefore, Whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built.
built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on the house. And it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The last verse, and the rain descended, the floods came, the winds blew and beat on that house, and it fell, and great was its fall, and great was its fall. Many of us today have cracks in our lives. We have emotional cracks, financial cracks. Uh, We have internalized cracks from the past. We struggle. We sometimes even second-guess ourselves. And especially during the pandemic, I coined the phrase, uh, it's, it's corona, but I coined the phrase that many of us were coronatized. We were coronatized. And look like when you just about have gotten out or you're coming out, you're coming out. It's like a maze. And for two years, we were in a maze. We thought we were coming out just to go right back in. And we have... And we are in the post-pandemic. But many people are still stuck (laughs) in the pre-pandemic. Not just Ebenezer, but St. John. And many of the churches, if not all, where they used to be filled, now people saying, I have become comfortable and conditioned and just satisfied, drinking my coffee, <laughs> eating my breakfast, watching online. <laughs> All I have to do is just push the button, send my money, and, and resume my daily activities. So I can say that we, we're in the post, but we're in a transitional period in history. Ebenezer, 
you have a history. And I know, I know the difference between churchianity and Christianity. You know, churchianity is religion. Christianity is relationship. So I know the difference. I know the difference. I, I know the difference. But Ebenezer, you have withstood 121 years. And I'm not, I'm not going to, please, please, I'm not going to insult. I'm not going to insult your, your integrity. I'm not going to insult your relationship. I'm not going to insult you even as a member to tell you to clap because you don't know when to clap. <laughs> you know, that's... <laughs> but when you, even when you say 121, somebody should be jumping up saying, praise God. Can I talk? God, I mean, you lived 121 years. 121 years. He said, well, Reverend, we've been through this pastor, this pastor, that pastor. Well, it's all, it was all in preparation to get to this man. You know, everybody, you know, you got to know when people are in your life that you got to know the difference between a seasoned person and a seasonal person. Everybody that comes into your life is not coming to be permanent. Sometimes they come for a purpose, a lesson, and then God will extract them from your life. Can I talk to somebody? Yeah, I, I don't have this in my notes. God knows I don't have this in my notes, but, but I've, I've been pastoring St. John for 47 years. We started with 15 members and we in a gymnasium. 18 years ago, we built a church from the ground up. We praised God for the building, and we just, we just thank God. But one thing I discovered, one thing I have discovered is that everybody is not going to be with you. Can I talk to somebody? That everybody's not going to be with you. Everybody is not going to be with you. And I'm just going to throw a little footnote out. Barlow, can I go on and say it like I want to? I'm going to throw a little footnote out. Y'all hopefully have me back, but let me tell you this, that this is not for the church so much, but this is just for the pastor, because I, you know, after pastoring 47 years, the same church, I think I can, you know, say a few things. But you got three categories in the church. You got the sheep, you got the goats, and you got the wolves. Now, as a pastor, as a pastor, you have, to, you have to have, as a shepherd leader, a servant leader, you have to have the heart of God. And he said, I will give you pastors of my own heart, that you have to have the innate ability to be able to get the, the sheep, the goats, and the wolves to go in the same direction, even though they have different diets. And you can't let the, the goat know that you know he or she is a butt. And you cannot let the wolf know that he or she is wolfy. 
you have to have the innate, I'm not being redundant because you're remedial, but I just want to reiterate, you cannot, you can, you have to, you have to be able to be able to, you have to be able to get them to go in the same direction, even though they have different diets. And when you can get the goats, the sheep, the goats, and the wolves to go in the same direction, even though they have different diets, then you're on your way to being a great servant leader. Now, I don't have this in my notes, but I, I, I came to be a blessing. But, but then, secondly, you got, I don't have this in my notes, but I know it's church anniversary. Let me just throw this out. Just, you know, I'm just talking about what I'm talking about. You know, you get to a certain age, those of you that's in the 70 Club, you know what I'm saying. Sometimes you, you, have, you, 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 you have a monologue before you have a dialogue. In other words, you, you talk to yourself more than you do talk to others. Come on, talk to me, somebody. So I'm just saying, uh, but, 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 uh, but you, have, you, have to, you have to understand that that's the, that's, that's the plight and the purpose that you have to do. You have to be able to do that. And when you can do that, you know, you're on your way. You're on your way. But I just want to throw this out. I want to throw this out. Let me just throw this out. You can't have public love and private hate. You can't have public love and private hate. You can't let the sheep tell them you love them and then get in private and talk about the goats and the wolves. So if, 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 if you say you love the, the goat and the wolf, in public, then when the one close to you come to you and talk about, well, Reverend, how do you really feel? Just let them know, what did I say in public? Because the worst thing you can do to destroy church is start having separatism and cliques. I told a lady one time, she was saying, Reverend, I've been a, I've been a member, I've been a member, member, member of St. John and and I want to let you know, I remember when St. John was going from this church to that church, and y'all moved out here, and I remember when you was 25 years old, and you came here, and my, and my grandmother, she was serving, and she was just faithful. I said, but one thing you need to understand, everybody that's faithful ain't fruitful. Everybody that's faithful is not fruitful. Because you faithful don't mean you're fruitful. Okay, and I told her, she just, so she was saying, so I didn't have nothing to lose because I started with $75 a week, and, and I didn't have no benefits. They couldn't spell benefits, only had 15 members. So I didn't have anything to lose. I just got fed up because this lady was talking. I said, look, let me tell you something. Your grandmama didn't do nothing. Your mama didn't do anything. And now you think I'm going to contend with you that's not doing anything. Come on, talk to me, somebody. Because titles, titles do not define you. You define the title. Come on, talk to me, somebody. You know, everybody's title-driven, personality-driven, 
in, in the Bible says in Ephesians 6 chapter, the, the battle is not with flesh and blood. It's against principal powers, principalities, rulers, and wickedness in high places. Look at somebody and say, they don't want to touch them. Just look at them. They won't let you look at them. Just, just intimidate them. Just say, hey, it's not personal. Baby, I'm, I'm trying my best to make it plan. God knows I'm trying to make it best. I'm, I got some time constraints. I, I'm, I'm in my 70s now. I'm looking at the watch, and I'm saying to myself, I got about 10 or 10 more, 15 minutes, about 12 minutes, because by then I'm going to have to leave because I drank some water. So, you know, I got, so I'm, try, I'm trying my best, you know, to, to, before I got to leave out this pulpit to get to Get this little message across, you know. So, so, so look at somebody and say, pray for that boy. Pray for him. The reason I say it, I didn't say man. I said boy because I'm in denial. I'm in the form of escapism. We say boy, you make me feel young and bright. And, you know, I feel good. I feel good. I feel good. Let me say this. So let me, let me, let me, let me. Let me, where was I? Let me. Now, you millennials don't know anything about this and Gen Z's, but, the, you know, you old school folk, y'all know what I mean when I say let me, let me. And I'm, I'm, I'm very repetitive. You know, I'm just trying to remember my thought. So you, you, know, you know what I'm doing. But don't tell on me. Don't tell on me. Don't you tell on me now. Okay. So, so we established that many people have cracks. They have cracks. They have cracks. And we understand they have cracks, financial, emotional, everything. But Jesus concluded the Sermon on the Mount with a story about two men, two men who had three things in common. One that they had in common, each man built a house. Can you all repeat after me? Come on, just say it. Each man build a house. Uh, before I go any further, I had to ask a question. First, Pastor, I felt kind of intimidated. And I really felt bad because Stanley, let's talk about Stanley for a minute. Stanley passed you up and gave the mic to Barlow. <laughs> but, but come a little closer. But he even looked at me. <laughs> the reason I mention it because some things you got to say while you're thinking. After service, we got to need to we need to investigate that. Okay, is it because he knew I can't sing? <laughs> okay, leave that alone. Stanley, calm down now. Calm down. Calm down. We're gonna meet with you after service. Okay, we we're gonna definitely meet with you. Okay, I mean I mean you know all this favoritism and stuff. So let's, 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 let me move on. Each man built a house. Both heard, number secondly, both heard the words of Jesus. 
and both encountered a violent storm. That's where the similarities end and the contrast begins. One of these men was wise and the other was foolish. For the interest of time, allow me just Give me just a few more minutes. Listen, don't get caught up in using the tangible and the visible as your barometer for growth. Don't get caught up in using your the tangible and the visible for growth. Then don't get caught up in thinking that quantity always quality. Never think that quantity outweighs quality. Ebenezer, you are a qualitative church. Lady in white, let me say this. Class is not defined by the external. Nima Marcus, Jackson Avenue, uh, Nordstrom's. You give, if you have a tie from Nima Marcus or a shirt or a dress from Nima Marcus, you say, oh, somebody compliments you. The first thing you say, this came from. Okay, now you ain't gonna, I ain't got nothing against Kmart and all the other folks, but you ain't gonna say nothing about that. But if you got something from a high-end store, you're gonna let them know, this came from. Because it has a brand. And the brand is that you don't even need the receipt to take it back. Because that brand is their name. Now, you have had all big box stores to pop up. I mean, I'm not going to start calling them because I don't want, you know, get put in uh, Facebook jail. <laughs> but all big box stores popped up. But they never could compare and understand why those stores I aforementioned are still in existence. Because when you are qualitative, you don't, and complete, you don't have to compete. You can complement. And then secondly, when you are qualitative, you don't have the spirit of covetousness that you're trying to be like the church across town. 
or the church around the corner. You have to understand, Preacher Davis, I'm trying my best to. You have to understand a couple of things that the foundation, the foundation sometimes is built on sand. Because there's the cosmetics we have today. You all can go on and say amen. We have today a lot of our churches, our buildings, our churches are cos- cosmetized. They, they're cosmetic. They look good on the outside. And they're trendy on the inside. But when, when, when the storms come, the death comes and sickness comes. Come on, talk to me. When, when, things, when things start, you know what I'm talking about. You know, you don't, you, don't, you don't call the person that you party with when you get in trouble to pray for you. You call the person that, you, that don't even hardly speak to you, and you don't hardly speak to them. You go to somebody that can get a bride through. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to get excited. But getting back to the lady here, it's an innate quality. See, so class is an innate quality. It's gentle. It, you can tell. That's why I picked out because she's a classy lady. She's, 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 not, she's not making a whole lot of noise. She's not boisterous because it's quiet, and it is not defined by what you have on. It's a state of being. Are you all walking with me? It's a, and let me say something to you. You ain't got, if you're a lady, you ain't got to keep on every other word talking about I'm a lady. Just be a lady. And you ain't got to be a man. You don't have to keep on saying I'm a grown man all the time. Just be, just be a man. Come on, talk to me. Out of 47 years of pastoring St. John, I have never in 47 years gotten up in the pulpit and said I was the pastor. Because I'm not the pastor. I'm just a servant leader. Come on, talk to me, somebody. Somebody say, well, well, Reverend, you know, you humble. You look like by now you should have you about some several uh, uh, security guards, and you should have people to carry your hanger, to carry this. I said, now, why need all that? I don't need all that. Because humility is simply power under control. Arrogance. Arrogance is a camouflaged form of insecurity. You find somebody that's arrogant, just don't feel intimidated because they're really insecure. You look, they, you think they're looking at you, you looking at them, but they're looking at you. But they can't get too close to you because you have to understand. Because if you get plastic, get too close to that real heat, it will melt. So don't think people just avoid and you just avoid you. They can't get too close to you. Can I talk? 
Ebenezer, this is your 121st anniversary, right? So he said, the sand, the sand, the sand, the sand builds, and growth is not, in closing, growth is not something that you build upward. It's downward. Man, you just got talking about, got talking about, he was talking, uh, first, the pastor said to me, he said, Doc, you know, he didn't say, Doc, he said, man, uh, uh, we got, he was talking about, uh, I have the dust and, and, you know, we got a project going and this, that, and other. You know, and I was saying inadvertently to myself, since I'm behind the pulpit, I might as well confess. I said, this, this Negro thing, I'm a novice. <laughs> Man, I started in a gymnasium <laughs> with no members. I didn't know whether I was going to play basketball or worship. <laughs> And I built the church from the ground up because it cost 8.1 million. And got less than 2 million left before it's paid for. And the people that came over with me, they left because they said, we helped you build it, but we ain't going to help you pay for it. And you're going to tell me you got projects going on? <laughs> God, I will say this, and I don't have this in my notes. God will send you. Everybody that you need to fulfill his project. And don't become intimidated, Ebenezer, with subtraction. Because God uses subtraction not for the present, but he uses subtraction for the future. Because his absolute attributes, he's omniscient, he's omnipresent. Come on, help me, he's omnipotent. And sometimes I will subtract in the present to preserve your future. So if somebody leaves, let them leave. Because God sees already that in your future, it's not going to be a good fit. How many more minutes I have, Stanley? Uh, I know you do because you know we're going to meet with you. So you just, <laughs> you know, you like the kids, you know, in, in school. You can't wait till 3 o'clock, you know. <laughs> so but this, that's the thing. So you have to realize there is the sand of the world, natural possessions, and the wealth of the world, the sand of flesh, the sand of pleasure that stimulates and satisfies, the sand of fame. I wish I had time to talk about these points. And, and the recognition of pride of it, the sand. But when the rain comes, the rain comes, one built on sand, which is upward, tangible, invisible, and attractive. But the other builds on a rock, and that's invisible and intangible because growth does not go upward. It goes downward before it goes upward, and you have to get, you have to go down, deep, 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 in the deeper the foundation. God knows 
it has to be strong because you don't know what you will have to deal with in these 121 years. And that's why Ebenezer is standing because it was built on a solid foundation. That's why we're still here. We had folks come and go and this, that, and other folks. I don't know why people think when they leave the church that the church is going to fall apart. Maybe you all can explain that to me. But 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 listen, 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 listen. He built on a solid foundation. Now, Ebenezer, I'm finished. I'm a Baptist preacher, and 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 I close three times. But this time, I'm just gonna close one or two, and I have. Sister Lord and daughters are here, and I got my coordinator, and they know the statement that I made this morning. I didn't preach, and I had a young man that preached literally the horns off the biblical. He he ran, he turned, he did all kinds of stuff. I mean, he told, he just was doing all of that. And when he got finished, I got up and told St. John, I said, now, this afternoon, I'm going, this morning, I'm going to Ebenezer. Now, those of you that come, don't be expecting for me to do all of that now. <laughs> ah, you know what? I almost had a heart attack looking at him, just watching. I mean, I, and, I, and then I said to myself to make myself have, feel a little bit better, I used to say, I said to myself, I used to could do that. <laughs> but let me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me get back to serious, because y'all got me acting in a different kind of way. You know, don't do that to me. Don't do that to me. And the rain, but look, the rain came, falls, and drops of rain are the trials that fall upon all people. The floods come. Floods are trials. They come against us. You cannot stop the floods. But if you have a good foundation, the winds blow, beating against our lives. The winds of trials do blow against us. And nobody can stop them. But if you got a good foundation. Thank you, Ebenezer. Pastor Person, thank you, man, for letting me come. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Man, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just honored to be able to be here on your 21st, 121st anniversary. But when I look at what God has done, and I look at how the winds will blow, and the trials will come, but thank God that we're standing on a good foundation. Is there anybody here that knows that you're standing on a good foundation? If you know that you're standing on a good foundation, just wave at me. And just thank God. People looked at you and said, oh, you're not going to do anything. They looked at your kids and said, them kids never will amount to anything. They're they all raggedy and they, they don't have anything.
and, and they look at them. They just look all homely and everything. Look at her. She's just doing this. But you knew all the time you were not going upward. You were going downward. Now that same person has to come to you for a job. Come on, talk to me, somebody. God has a way of turning things around. Is there anybody here that know if you're standing on a good foundation? I know what this says. Standing. I'm standing. I'm standing on the promises of Jesus. I'm standing. Is there anybody here that loves my Jesus? Is there anybody here that loves my Lord? You love him, stand on your feet, and good for mercy, neighbor. God, show not be good to me. Hallelujah! 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 The storm is over. It's not passing over. It's over. Look at somebody and say, neighbor, the storm is over. It's over. It's over. He's not his face. Perhaps there is someone here that has been moved by that message and wants to give their life to the Lord. If you love the Lord, if you want to be a part of this faith community, you know you don't have a church that you're connected to. We want to open the doors of the church at this time. Is there one? Is there one? You could come by letter. You could come as a brand new convert. That means you ain't never made a public of faith. We want to open the doors of the church as our musicians minister to us. Is there one today? 
I worship and adore you. Is there one today? Worship the Lord. We invite you to our dining room where we'll have a reception as we continue this celebration. I want to thank those members of our faith community that donated to make certain that we had a wonderful reception. That's the spirit that comes from a strong foundation. And two, 
our esteemed guest, Pastor David. It is an honor for you to grace this faith community. I met Dr. Davis many years ago when I was serving in Metropolitan. And he came and he preached at our revival then. Left the place in shambles. And Dr. Davis, I said, if I ever get to be a pastor, I, I want to extend an invite to that man of God to come bless wherever I'm serving. With God, dreams really do come true. And I just thank you, sir. I ask for your continued covering because this is a man of great wisdom. And he said he's 72 and that his his minister that did all that run around. You don't have to do that. What you did today was an overflow of blessings to us. And more important, an overflow of blessings to me. You know, a lot of times when, you know, he told me, he said, I, I am not high maintenance. I called him, I said, Dr. Davis, he say anything you need, because that's just the way I was trained. I want to make certain that the preacher is comfortable and, and feels at ease in our place. And he said, no, I don't need all that. But just know that that's an expression of our appreciation. To make certain that whenever you walk in this place, you feel like this is St. John South or North. But thank you, sir. Thank you for being here to your uh, uh, Reverend McCluskey and to and to his nurse, Susie. I didn't get your name and the usher that was here and the, the members here. We greet you with Jesus joy and we thank you for your presence. Uh, and we look forward to your return in the days and weeks that lie ahead. Amen. Ebenezer, let's, let's stand. Please remember Bible study. Wednesday on our Zoom platform. Let's remember our stewardship as we continue this work. Continue to pray for the sick among us and for the workers on our building. Amen. We don't want no accidents. We don't want nobody have to say I'm sorry. Let's look to heaven and now unto him who's able to keep you from falling. To him who's able to present you for his father with exceedingly great joy. To the all-wise God be dominion, power, honor, and glory. Now, henceforth, and forevermore. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace and serve the Lord.
join us in the dining room. Please join us in the dining room for our refreshments, our time of fellowship.